0: Welcome back to this week's show Be on the Front Page with the East Aurora Advertiser. I'm Adam.
1: I'm Chris. I'm Shelley. And I'm Amanda.
0: Wait, wait. Who's Amanda?
1: Come on. You know who Amanda is. She's been in the paper for years. Well, we
0: haven't had Amanda on the show before, have we? We
1: have not had Amanda on the show. Welcome to the show, Amanda. <laughs> thank you.
0: This is Amanda, our intern. She's going to be with us for the next six weeks. The New York Press Association is covering her time here, so we thank them for that, and we're glad to have you here, Amanda.
2: Glad to be here.
0: okay now that that's settled cue the music back up all right let's get on with the show some of our topics for this week include
1: i'll be talking about a new tradition happening within east aurora schools i'll be doing something with adam where
3: i purchased something online that i would like to surprise him with and just see how it goes
0: we I have no idea what's happening. I'm still sitting here wondering what it's about. <laughs> she's told other people. We'll see how this one plays mm-hmm. out. I'm going to focus on the music festival that's going to take place at Knox Farm State Park in September. We got to talk to the organizer for that event, and we'll share some of that interview later on in the episode.
2: And I'll be talking about myself and why I'm qualified to be <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, that's so narcissistic, but I love it. <laughs> Good. Right, she's, it's great already having her here. It's making the the workload much easier.
3: Oh, things got done a lot faster yesterday in production. Mm -hmm. Tuesday
1: ran very smooth.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. It was very nice, so thank you, Amanda. Sure thing. Okay, let's start. We're going to, Shelly, do you have a new tradition at the schools?
1: Well, maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit. It might not be a tradition, but I'm hoping it becomes a tradition. So last week, my son, who is a senior, came home and said that when the seniors get their caps and gowns, they're going to be going to Parkdale and walking the halls dressed up and this is going to be happening on tuesday june 5th oh i love it that sounds like a great idea isn't that so cute i've I've seen it on social media and actually i thought about emailing the idea to mr roberts who's the principal up at the high school but i'm so glad that they're going to be doing it well the
3: big kids always scared me when i was little you know you see the seniors walking around they they're scary but to see them in their cap and gowns I think that would be I think it's it's going to be
1: cool because it's going to do a few things. It's going to let the teachers who taught some of these students get to see them before they move on and before Mm -hmm. they're out of the district. I think it's going to let the younger students look up at the older kids and say, see where I'll be in a few years. But I think it's also going to be interesting for the seniors to retrace their steps and head back to Parkdale for one last time before they move on to the great unknown.
0: So, what they're just gonna walk through the halls? Or are they gonna like high five the kids? Or they... I
1: hope that they get spontaneous and they high five the kids. And actually, this morning when I was at musical for the third graders at Parkdale, I said to my husband, I said, I hope that the seniors get a chance to sing a round of Parkdale with the students. Oh, Parkdale. I'm always thinking it's of the you. school song. Wait, I don't a know all the song? words. <laughs> you don't know the school song? Well, I didn't go to East Aurora. Neither
0: did I. Yeah. But, but you have kids in the school. Yes. What's the song? Yeah. Go. Come on. Yo, Come on. Give me
3: a drink and I'll start singing. <laughs> There's some <laughs> coffee in front of you. We do have
1: microphones. <laughs> no, it, it's very cute. Uh, we will be there taking pictures. Maybe we'll even go Facebook Live. Um, this is the senior class also that, you know, you think about it. They were the boomerang class. So this class was at Parkdale through second grade and then they went to Main Street Elementary for one year in third grade, and then they went back to Parkdale for fourth grade. They were the first ones to do it. They were the first ones to have a moving up ceremony at Parkdale as fourth graders, and they're the ones that are gonna be graduating this year.
0: What was the move for? I I don't remember that. That's
1: when they did the 2009 Capital Project at Parkdale and they expanded it. Wow, that's
0: bad because I was here too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Were you reading your paper back then? (laughs) Um,
0: I was covering some other towns. Anyway, they moved them because of construction, you're saying? They
1: did. Well, they did. So they had made room in the new elementary school for third and fourth graders. Originally, they were at Main Street Elementary, which used to be third to, what was it? Eighth Fifth, grade it? Oh, oh that's right it was eighth wasn't it yes yes it was yeah maybe it was just considered third to sixth grade and then the middle school was seventh and eighth grade I don't know. My memory is a little fuzzy on that one. Because it was the middle school and Main Street Elementary in one building.
0: Are either of you going to sing the song yet? I want to know. Mm, this is all that I want. My lips are Amanda, sealed. Amanda, do you want to hear them sing the song? I
1: went to Iroquois. But I do
2: not <laughs> want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Regale us.
0: What are the lyrics, at least? You know what? You don't have to sing them.
3: I say we come back after I hit the store down the street. There we go. <laughs> and then I'll sing it. There we go. All
0: right. So maybe later on, Chris will regale us with a little tune.
3: So whose idea was it to have the kids start doing this?
1: Well, this year, Mr. Roberts did the organizing. So I assume he had to do some coordinating with um, the new principal over at Parkdale, Miss Lyons. And they worked it all out. So the students are only gonna be there for approximately 15 minutes to a half an hour. Um, the advertiser will be there, we'll be taking pictures. Amanda and I will be there. So the parents can see it too, because they're not gonna be opening the door to the, all the senior parents, but wouldn't you just love to see your I'd son or daughter? How are you gonna I will have my work face on. (laughs) Will you
0: high five your son as he goes down the? Oh,
1: um, we'll make eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) Not doing any high (laughs) fiving. Josh, if you
0: see your mother, just say hi at least.
1: It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they continue to do it.
0: You've been pretty excited to hear that they're doing it, so.
1: I have, I have, I love all the symbolism behind it.
0: Amanda, we kind of mentioned this to you, and you were. You thought it was really a neat idea. Did you do anything like that at Iroquois?
2: No, and I really wish that we did. I was just thinking about it, and I think that for especially little kids, seeing everybody in a cap and gown, like they say that school is the great equalizer or whatever, and obviously it's not because of (laughs) many different things. But for little kids to see everybody kind of in the same uniform going across, and like you said, when I was younger, I thought that older people were pretty scary. Mm -hmm. So I think this kind of makes older kids more inviting for the younger kids like they're not just in the back of the bus like shouting swear words they're actually yeah. like, completing their education you know so i think that's cool
0: that sounds like a great event i hope it goes well keep an eye out for that on our facebook feed when shelly's there if you hear some tears in the background that just might be <laughs> as she watches her son knowing he was at did he start at parkdale
1: he did. He did. He started at Parkdale in 2005. Okay. He had Mrs. Hayes for kindergarten, and she is still teaching kindergarten there. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. It is very cool.
0: Anything else on graduation?
1: Not at this time.
0: We'll cover more of that coming up with the June graduation for the mm-hmm. different schools in the area. And we'll have some other memories go down memory lane, I guess. But, Chris, what's Adam, go- what's going on? What well, I've been waiting. <laughs> Like a day, because we, <laughs> we don't plan too far in advance. But I've, been I've
3: been planning this for two weeks when I ordered these.
1: She's the planner. Wow.
3: I ordered the Laurel and Yanni pen. <laughs> the what? Have you heard that Laurel and Yanni thing? That's what going do you on? hear anyway? Do you hear Laurel or I Yanni? Heard, well, it depends on the pitch. Oh. So I ordered two different pens. Okay. And they have two different pitches. Right. So.
0: Okay, I have heard about this. Can we just explain to anyone out there what this is? Like, it's what, what just a talking
3: recording about? where if you hear it at one pitch, you hear Laurel. And then I think if you, I'm not sure, if you raise or lower the pitch, you hear Yanni.
0: And this is kind of going back to some of these great internet debates. Like, what color is that dress? Well, they're what not really great, yeah. but, <laughs> but it's something like that. Now I haven't actually done anything with this.
3: I saw these pens online, and I thought this would be Perfect.
0: So, what does the pen do? She's holding the pen. It, it looks like a normal Now, all you have
3: to do is you have to write with it, and that pitch will be different than the next pitch.
0: Okay. So, I. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. Really? That was your whole thing? Oh, was my wow. Whole thing. <laughs> you are the worst.
1: What just happened to you, Adam? <laughs>
0: Wow. Okay. I might kill you later. Um, so let's describe this pen. It is it is silver. It's black. Um, It has some black on it where you would hold it. And it has a button. Um, it has some dolphins on it. But it also has, you'd look at it and you'd say, oh, it's a push pen, you know, with the spring in it. So you need to push it to get the pen out so you can write and so Chris tells me to push it and instead of a pen coming out you get an electric shock
1: (laughs) it takes a while to shake that too doesn't it yeah yeah yeah,
0: my (laughs) My, my hand's a little numb right now so you thought this through
3: I did when I went to Viddler's the other day and I got the pen
0: they have this at Viddler's (laughs) they
3: also have the other pen
0: is that the the real pen or am I gonna get shocked what you
3: need to do is not look at the front you do it first no, come on. It won't hurt you. I swear. It won't bull. hurt Adam. It doesn't hurt at all. I don't trust you. I either. did it to, to Shelly the other day.
0: Who, did you have the hand
3: grenade? Yes.
0: A couple of years ago. Was that you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is reminiscent of a hand grenade Chris brought in. And she said it was a lighter. And when you would squeeze it where you thought the light would be, you also got a shock.
3: That was it. Where I missed that one? That was a good one because that did a really
0: happy shock. Was that shock. also
1: Viddler's?
3: No. Do you want the? We yes, I do. When I went to Virginia <laughs> Beach. I got now again. Don't look at the yellow part. Just write with it. Trust me.
0: Okay, I'm looking at a pen and it says on and off. It is switched to on. If you hear me curse again, <laughs> so I'm going to write with it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm kind of nervous to even write. Don't, don't be know. nervous. All it's right. okay. Let's just go.
1: Excuse you. <laughs> yeah,
0: so this pen...
1: Oh, man.
0: <laughs> let's describe the latest pen we have. It um, also sold at Fiddler's? Yes. Yeah, we should thank uh, uh, Don and Cliff and thank them
3: for all. For keeping things in stock. I'll have you know that when I went over there and I was looking at the gag gag rack, That I had a gentleman behind me who was also my age getting into it just as much as I was.
0: Oh, but the pen, we haven't really described. (laughs) When you look at the front, there is a butt (laughs) and some bubbles coming out of the butt. Um,
3: Which one is your favorite, though, of the two? I like the shock pen much more.
0: Why don't you try the shock pen? See how much you like it. I mean, I don't mind writing with the, the pen that makes farting noises, but I don't know if I would want to write with the pen that shocks me. I don't every think time. you can.
3: I don't think the thing ever comes out. Yeah. You're welcome.
0: Thank you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, my topic is just, you know, fiddlers. Go there. You never know what you're going to find. This
0: is absolutely. <laughs> what was that thing sold as, the electric pen? Like, what's it say? Just a
3: shock pen.
0: And it tells you right there.
3: Oh, you know. I've got one, another one, and it's still in the box.
0: Why would you buy two?
3: But you never know if you're going to lose one. <laughs> <laughs> if someone were to take this, like you, then I have a backup.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I love the the pen. That was a good idea. Thank you. No wonder you didn't tell me. <laughs> that, this makes total
3: sense now. Always be scared if I don't tell you. Does
0: anyone want to try the pen?
1: No, I have.
3: No. I'm oh, good. Yeah.
0: Did she get you on it?
1: <laughs> um, Well, kind of. Yeah. I yeah. came and I did the same thing I did. Yeah, with, with the-, the Laurel and Yanni, and I'm like, ouch!
3: <laughs> <laughs> when you heard those fits of laughter the other day, that was
0: probably it. it was okay. probably the pen. Well, um, we're going to take a brief moment. My arm's a little numb still, <laughs> but um, we'll be right back, and we'll be talking about the music festival coming up at Knox. Uh, Chris, thanks again. <laughs> Hey, business owners, do you know the best way to reach consumers? It's in the pages of the Easter Advertiser. Do you know the second best way? It's through this podcast. If you'd like to buy an ad, call 652-0320 and ask for Gail or Leslie. Hey, welcome back. We're going to talk now about the music festival coming to Knox Farm State Park in September. It's
3: Yay! A- yeah, but, so you're pretty excited
0: about this. It's going to be a big festival, two-day festival. It's going to feature Americana and Roots music. Initially. What
3: is Americana music? I mean, what type of band that people would know would you say is Americana music?
1: I would compare it to indie music. Okay.
0: So that a smaller I, label. I think a little folk style. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's kind of going in with the whole theme because of some of the vendors that are going to be in the barn because they'll be having.
0: Oh, a lot of artisans, a lot of craftspeople. Right. They're going to have a blacksmith. Mm-hmm. That she's talking about so it's a mix of the music festival and an artisan. It's something that's kind of been. Fairly well kept quiet as the organizers have worked on it to get everything ready and prepare. And they just released it last week. Uh, we got to speak with one of the co-founders of it, Jennifer Brazil. And a little later on, we'll play a bit of that interview where Shelly and I talked to her about the upcoming show. And Jennifer, she's, um, she grew up here and has moved back. And her family's been here for, she's saying, they're going on five generations now. So she knew Knox Farm State Park very well, and they. it's also being in conjunction with uh, 42 North Brewing Company owner, John Simperman. The two of them came up with an idea to host a big music festival, basically, at Knox Farm. And it's going to, again, take place over two days, I think September...
1: 23rd and 24th.
0: Thank you for reminding mm-hmm.
1: me. And it's called the Borderland Music Festival.
0: Yep. Uh, it's going to feature, I think, over the two days, about 22 musicians, musical acts... What'd she
1: say, three stages?
0: I don't remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. but there's going to be a main stage. Right. And they're looking to dev- build like a smaller wood stage out of pallets mm-hmm. that they can then um, have some local smaller artists play at. It's going to take place close to the um, former stable building. It's the big white building um, close to where that old greenhouse is and where the caretaker's house is at. So, as far as I understand it, they're going to have some of the vendors and artisans inside the stables building and then they're going to have the stage in the field south of that.
1: But the audience would be facing?
0: The stables.
1: Yes Yes. and the road too. I I think the music's
0: facing. I I think the speakers are going to be facing the stables. They seem pretty cognizant of issues that may arise and concerns people might have from noise, parking, trash. The park in general we know how much that place can mean to a lot of people
1: right not disrupting the wildlife too much
0: very much focusing on environmental features i was really impressed when i heard they said if you bring in um, an empty water bottle you can get it refilled the whole day for free with water just a great way for you know environmental aspect and also you're not going there buying a bottle of water for four dollars as you might find at some other festivals which is kind of outlandish the environmental features were a big factor it sounds like to her so they're going to have a green team working on it they're gonna be focusing on making sure they have sustainable products, mm-hmm. um, reduce the amount of plastic that comes to the area.
1: I think she wanted to connect with ACES. Yes. About possibly how they keep the town of East Aurora, or the village of East Aurora, so clean during Music Fest to see what they could do to clean up the park right after. Very family friendly.
0: Yeah, so if you have children 10 and under, they can get in for free with an adult.
2: But is it dog friendly? You know, we didn't ask about dogs. No. I mean, dogs are always at Knox. From what I see when I pass,
3: they have the dog park on the other, on the other side. Correct. Completely opposite from where the music fest will be.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. They're going to have this fenced off in the area where it's being held, and so there will be an admission fee to get into the music festival. But the rest of the park is going to be open as is. It'll probably be very busy.
1: I'd say probably no dogs during the festival. Yeah. Just because of liability.
0: I'd have to guess. I don't yeah. know if I've seen that, but that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so there probably will be people walking with their dogs, but they won't be actually in the festival. Right.
1: And it's also, interesting not, interestingly enough, taking place during a bye week for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, they were waiting <laughs> to see what the schedule would be like, <laughs> and they found...
0: And because they are looking at this, could they would cap it, they said, if it hit this number, but they're looking at five to 7,000 people potentially showing up each day at the park. And that's a big number. They're looking at parking over on the by the polo fields, probably have people bust over mm-hmm. to it. They're gonna try and push the rideshare aspect, get people to take the Ubers and Lyfts to get to it. And she also talked how they're gonna make sure they direct people to as they're driving to the village, not drive through the village, but come in through like Seneca Street and get off at the four hundred at Jameson Road, don't get off at Maple and the east end of Main Street.
3: Why borderland? What's
0: so Borderland is as Jennifer said, it she was looking at the beer at Forty Two North, one of their beers is Borderland, and she thought it was a perfect name. She was saying because we're on the border also of you have Canada, you have Western New York is this big border area to another country, they wanna make sure they do draw in Canadian people and mm-hmm. Canadian musical acts mm-hmm. too.
1: And anybody who might have concerns about the noise factor, the festival is only going to be running from 11 a.m. until 9 p.m., and then the music's going to be done. So it's not something that's going to be lingering into the night.
0: Yeah, that was a question Shelly asked. Is this Woodstock? And they're like, <laughs> there's not going to be any camping. Right. It's not going to, they're not going to have tailgating. Again, they want that family-friendly atmosphere. What do you think when you were talking to them, Shell?
1: I am excited. I love this kind of thing. I think it's going to be a great addition to East Aurora. It's going to be bringing even more people here to see our wonderful community. And it'll be something else for everybody in East Aurora to feel proud of, I think.
3: And the money, some of the money goes to the Boys and Girls Club, to Knox Farm um, State Park. So it seems like a win-win.
0: Yeah, it also goes to, um, some of the proceeds will go to Friends of Knox State Park, Mm -hmm. And uh, Buffalo Niagara Riverkeeper. That's right. Yeah. Um, what'd you think, Chris, when you first heard it?
1: At first,
3: <clears throat> excuse me, I was like, ugh, I would hate to see all of that at the park. But then, the more I read about it, and the more I thought about it, it fits. You know, if they're, especially with how they're being so green and what they're doing to make sure that everyone is comfortable with it.
1: And again, I think that that speaks to East Aurora because that's the tonal energy with a lot of things that happen here as we try to be as environmentally sustainable as mm-hmm. we can. And we might really kind of be setting the new stage for music festivals.
0: Yeah. Amanda, you're 20 years old. What do you think of a big music festival coming to East Aurora like this?
2: I think it sounds like a lot of fun. I like the fact that there are limits to the times that they're being played, and there's, like, no camping or anything, because I know a bunch of um, 20-somethings in the community like to go to music festivals like Bonnaroo, Firefly, and everything, and there are some illegal things going on Mm -hmm. there, but this sounds like a very family-friendly, like, not at all like that, and I think that people my age especially really listen to that kind of music, and so do you, Shelly, so I think it'll draw a big crowd, and the younger presence will be good, because... Mm -hmm. The younger people there will get to interact with, like, the older people there. And it'll be a community thing.
0: Yeah, they did say they're going to have private security along with the State Park Police. They've been working with the East Aurora Police Department to get some feedback. Um, we did have some, we posted the story on Facebook uh, a week ago, and we did have some people who were concerned. That, uh, they seemed to know Jennifer Brazil, the organizer, but they were still concerned how this would impact the park. You're bringing 7,000 people, potentially. What's that going to do to the landscape? And I know one woman who was bringing up some concerns. She then said she was meeting with Jen later on, and then she made another post saying she feels much better about it. Um, there's a couple other people who were, I think, still, and I'm not disparaging what they're saying, they're, to have valid concerns. They're just worried what the impact will do to the park because it is very much a passive park. It's You have a lot of wildlife, a lot of nature.
3: I don't think we're going to know until after this first one see what happens it mm-hmm. sounds like they're taking steps to make it fun for
0: everybody
1: so yeah we met with her about a week ago and she said that the um, performance list will be out in about two weeks so I guess we just have another week left
0: yeah yeah, yeah. we should be hearing that soon uh, we'll have that on our website and in our papers soon keep you updated and you know uh, feel free to give us a call let us know what you think on this music fest uh, email the newspaper send us a letter to the editor or you can call us at our hotline seven one six three two four one eight one six. It goes right to voicemail. so feel free to leave a message when you get there. But you know we we had a little we, we had a question, who is she, but we we know it's Amanda. <laughs> so we're gonna f- focus on her for a little bit. So how are you, Amanda?
2: I'm very, very good. very well doing well.
0: I like that. Um, this is her third day with us so far. We've got her for five and a half more weeks.
1: Mm -hmm. It's been a great week so far. Yes. Thank you.
0: Amanda, tell us about yourself.
1: Oh, gosh. Um. What college are you going to?
2: I am a commuter to Canisius College. I go for, um, adolescent education, Spanish and English with a minor in creative writing. Super involved there on campus with the honors program, the, um, Spanish, Honors Club, the Commuter Association, and Campus Ministry. I think that's
3: it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So with that list, you can see why this week has been so much easier. She's very accomplished already. Thank you.
0: (laughs) And you're uh, an Iroquois grad?
1: Yes, yes.
2: I went to Iroquois. Um, I moved from West Seneca to the Iroquois district when I was in third grade, so I was at Alma Primary for a year and then moved up through the school system. I'm very glad we
0: did. And uh, Amanda (laughs) has written for us in the past as a freelance reporter, so it was nice when we got that application. I believe our uh, vice president, Sandy Cunningham, reached out to you. Uh, The New York Press Association has the the internship they fund for the uh, newspapers in their association, and so Sandy reached out to you, and it seemed like you were pretty excited to do that. You know, it's great that you already had the experience, and it was nice to have someone we we kind of knew already. Addition, you've been involved also at Iroquois. You did a lot of the musicals.
2: Yeah, I was in the drama club, um, student government, and I was super active in the music community. Unfortunately, that didn't transfer over to high sc- or to college, but. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I remember the advertiser coming in for every performance. <laughs> it, was, it was great.
1: <laughs> so with the creative writing minor, is that kind of as a hobby, or would you like to also do something with that someday?
2: I Probably similar to you guys, I've always been a writer, big creative writer, but I obviously started journalistically, if that's a word, um, my junior year of high school. And it's I guess you could call it my one true passion, like creative writing. I think I'm decent at it. But it doesn't really pay the bills that much. So something like journalism or education would be really nice to help me with my side hustle. Would you like
1: to perhaps teach writing someday?
2: Yeah, I would want to be, I I don't know, because I'm only 20, so I don't know what I want to do. But I'd want to be a creative writing professor at a university, perhaps. That's just like combining all of my interests
0: hmm How'd you start? Uh, Where the journalism interest come from?
2: Um, I kind of fell into it haphazardly in my junior year, like I said, I wrote a press release for Mr. Iroquois, which was um, the first year that we did it in student government. And the, somebody here at the advertiser, I think her name was Holly? I... Christy, maybe? Oh, yes. Sorry. Christy. Um, Christy
0: Kibler was uh, the editor just before me.
2: Right. Exactly. <laughs> And she was super impressed with it. And she asked me to be an intern. It was like unpaid and kind of lax, but I was still really, really excited about it. And then as you became editor, we kind of talked and I went into freelancing and now I'm here.
1: Yay, well we are so happy to have Mm -hmm. you for the next few weeks. Thank
2: you, I'm happy to be here.
3: It's so hard to let them go. The interns? Oh, it's the worst.
2: (laughs) I was actually thinking about what I was going to say in the podcast and I thought about like, the sixth week, and I started crying because oh. I know I'm gonna miss it a lot. Good. You guys are not that you'll off. cry. Wow. But good, good that you will <laughs> like to be here. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Uh, keep an eye out for a lot of things. Amanda's working on some projects. We're trying to get off the ground. We're going to be getting our weekly email newsletter out there, so you should see that soon. Um, we're working on a couple of features involving artists. Uh, a lot going on. A lot of great things. We're excited to continue expanding things with the newspaper and. She'll join us each week with the podcast, too, I think. Of course. <laughs> well, Amanda, again, great to have you here. Uh, in a little bit, I will be visiting Rick over at the Speakeasy by Elm Street Bakery in the General Riley House. It's the new bar. They've got open certain hours. Rick and I will be talking to the founder of the EA Music Fest, different than the Knox Farm Music Fest. We'll just be waiting for a little bit, and we'll have more on that. Stay tuned.
4: Okay. okay, I'm Rick from Wrightfield.
5: I'm Karsten. I'm John. And I'm Tracy.
4: Hey, I'm here at the uh, brand new speakeasy underneath the Riley House on Oakwood Avenue. And today we're going to talk about the sixth, if you can believe it, annual music fest right here in East Aurora on June 9th. We're all excited about it. We gathered, uh, we gathered the head honchos here we got John Venezia, one of the founders, Tracy Gavin, Carson Zieger. We're, we're sitting down here having a little uh, adult beverage, and we're going to talk about Music Fest, mm-hmm. how it started, what's going on, what's new. So I'm going to throw it over to, to John Venezia right off the bat and uh, let him tell you what's going on this year on the sixth Music Fest. What's going on, John?
6: All right, well, we got some uh, some changes this year. It's uh, As always, we have plenty of venues this year we have 20 venues, and over 80 bands will be participating. What's new this year is we added uh, Fireman's Field as one of our venues. Uh, the Buffalo Music Coalition is actually going to run the venue for us, and they'll benefit as well. They're a brand-new organization that's uh, also spreading the word of music and communities and such. So it's uh, we're looking forward to that. Elm Street Bakery has joined the uh, team this year. That's right here on Elm Street, and they're going to have bluegrass music out back. So that ought to be fun. Wall and Wines is now gone from being indoors to an outdoor venue as well. So that'll be nice if hopefully the weather will hold out for us. Other than that, it's uh, pretty much status quo. We uh, hope to raise a lot of money again and uh,
4: have a good time. So, John, who are the charities that benefit from the Music Fest? Actually,
6: I'll let uh, Tracy fill you in on that.
7: We always do Zero Ice Association, People in Places, which is a fabulous organization that takes developmentally challenged individuals and sends them on fabulous vacations and different kinds of trips. We also have the East Aurora Boys and Girls Club and the East Aurora Educational Foundation. So we've got some really great local charities that you know we've continued to give a lot of money to. So hopefully this year will be just as good.
5: Uh, to date, we've raised $177,000 that we've given back to many organizations. The four that we mentioned are this year uh, but we've also given back to other organizations within East Aurora. Uh, I think we've given money to eight or nine organizations to date, and every year we change it a little bit. We add a couple organizations, so we always uh, try to spread the money around to, to organizations that are worthy. So say I'm a, a, a brand newcomer to this uh, Music
4: Fest. Tell me uh, tell me what I'm going to look for, how I plan my day, what what, it, what actually
5: happens at Music Fest. Well, a great way to plan your day is to go to our website, uh, eamusicfest.com, uh, you can also go to eamusicfest.com go. That's a mobile app. Uh, that app will give you access to all the bands, a list of all the venues, and all the times. So if you're really looking to plan your day, you can use uh, the website directly or the go site and really look at the bands you want to see, the times you want to go to. It's all listed chronologically, so you can really plan out where you want to go from 2 o'clock in the afternoon until midnight. Give, give me a, uh,
4: just a taste of a couple of the bands that uh, we should really look forward to seeing.
6: Well, I shouldn't choose anyone in particular because they all really are good. We actually handpick all the bands ourselves. Uh, We go out and hear them ourselves and and recruit. So, I mean, there's Hayden Fogel, who's a a fantastic guitar, blues guitarist. He's only 18 years old. This will be one of his last shows before he goes off to college. Uh, You got the Strictly Hip, always a fan favorite. Uh, This year we're uh, actually doing a jazz venue, which would be the Roy Croft a blues venue, American Grill, a bluegrass venue, like I said earlier, Elm Street here. Uh, any th- kind of music you like, it'll be here, and there's really not one particular band I would pick out of that whole list.
4: How about uh, how about some of the local favorites? We got some local uh,
6: East Aurora's playing? Well, what's the East Aurora uh, house, band. House, house band? band. Right. Yeah, it's never been, <laughs> of course. And uh, Johnny James, everybody's favorite mm-hmm. too, fantastic From South blues. Wales, New York. South Wales, New York, that's right. Yeah, is there any particular one that you like, Tracy? Well,
7: there's a little girl, and I, sh- I shouldn't call her a little girl, a 13-year-old. We have a competition music that we mania. do, Music Mania, that we do at the Music Room, and this one girl was just awesome. 13-year-old songwriter, singer, piano player, fabulous. She'll be down at Fireman's Field too not too sure about the time, but like everybody said, go to the website. You know, She'll be there check around out. 5,
6: I think, around this year. Around 5. So yep.
7: she was phenomenal. Like She's going to go places, so she's somebody to really check out.
6: Allie Rose is her name.
5: Uh, the other local band that w- actually won the Music Fest competition, the uh, Music Mania, was the All Day Breakfast Buffet. So a bunch of young guys from East Shore High School. Um, most of them are past high school. One's still in high school, so they're all kids that have grown up here, and they'll be playing at 11th frame at 2:30. Um, it's a paid slot for them. For for these kids, it's great. Maybe their first paid slot in some cases. So um, they're out there, you know, performing where they want to do what they want to do, and they make money at it too. So it's really a great a great uh, opportunity for them to get out there and really perform. A lot of these kids, some of these kids, really want to go on and be, be musicians. You know, they want to do this professionally. So this is really great experience to get in front of a
6: crowd. We really try hard to uh, support the music room for what they do for local musicians, especially the younger kids. you got a kid that's 16, 17 years old. Where's he going to go play in public? You really can't just go to a bar and start playing. So we we try to provide uh, venues for these young uh, musicians that are coming through.
4: You know, uh, those of you who read the uh, advertiser regularly, which of course you, you all should, uh, will know that, uh, that we, we sort of uh, debuted the, uh, the Music Fest six years ago when, uh, when I started talking with John about what it was going to be. I think that that, uh, that history of that, we should hear a little bit about how you came to do this and what the first year was like and now what it's like. It's, you've, gone, you've
6: grown in leaps and bounds. We have grown, and yes, I was crazy then, I'm still crazy now. Uh, it was quite a... Is there a song in that? I bet there is. Uh, actually, the idea came about, it was born in 2012. I had a co-worker that would go to the Hamburg Music Festival each year. So he started telling me about it, and I thought to myself, hmm... Why can't we do that in East Aurora? It seems like the perfect place to do something like that. So after a lot of prodding, I finally convinced my friend Dina Colucci to uh, join me in this, this assault here. So we uh, sat down, had no idea what we were doing, reached out to anybody we could. Uh, actually, Jennifer Brazil was one of the first people I spoke to sitting out on Wally's deck one day, and she overheard me talking about it, and She said, what, 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 what's this about a festival? I'll I'll help, and uh, we thought, well, let's start out small. So we had four venues. How many bands? Do you remember? I think about, it was uh, about twenty bands. Yeah, it was yeah about twenty. There's about twenty bands, and uh, we thought, well, you know what? I thought to myself, how much can I afford to lose here? Because I'm pretty much think I'm going to lose some money here, especially if the weather's bad. So actually, it turned out it went off without a hitch. We ended up giving away close to twenty thousand dollars that very first year. So that's when it was born. It was born in 2013, but the uh, seed was sown in 2012.
4: What's the deal about uh, how you get around, get into the venues? How much does it cost? How do we do that?
6: You get a pre sale wristband for $10 at uh, various locations. If you're smart, you if, you're smart. if you want to give us 15 the day of, that's fine too. Uh, you get your pre sale or your day of wristband, and that gets you access to all 20 venues. Also, gives you access to any of the eight shuttle buses that will be going around town. So the important thing is to utilize the buses. We don't want people drinking and driving. Uh, You know, we're a walkable village as well, and Bison, you know, so uh, if you don't want to do that, you just hop on the bus and uh, go for a ride. There's eight of them. Three of them will be on Main Street. Two will be going to Fireman's Field two to the american legion and one to american grill
7: and the parking at fireman's field is where you want to you want to park down there there's ample parking don't mess around with the village you park down there and take your shuttle anywhere you want well you can take your shuttle into the village and then get around through that
5: a lot of people come to town we have thousands of people that come to town Um, and, uh, you know, the the village has really embraced, and especially the businesses have embraced this uh, concept because it's not just the the venues that get traffic. Uh, A lot of restaurants that don't participate, they don't have music, people go and eat there. People go shopping. They go into Viddlers. They go everywhere. So, you know, our festival is really about the whole community. It is about music, but it's also about bringing people to the village, showing off our great village that we have, and, and letting them shop and eat and do whatever they want to do while they're here.
7: And we will have people, you know, ambassadors about the village, kind of helping people that are new to the village get around and where to go. And
5: we got a couple of different ways, too, to, to find the information. I already mentioned the website and the yep. ghost site. We also have a picture that you can download on your phone, and it's a list of the entire, um, the entire schedule, start to finish. So if you just want to walk around with your phone with a picture on your phone, you can see exactly where they are, what time they're starting, and where they're going to be. So we try to make it as simple as possible for you to find whatever band you want to find. And I, can I
4: throw in a plug for my friends at ACES, the environmental group? Yes, absolutely. Those people are so awesome. cool, and they uh, they make sure that... And let me tell you just, just a personal thing. Last year, after Music Fest, I was out, you know, till midnight or whatever, and it, I had to be down Main Street at, like, 8 o'clock the next morning. I came down Main Street, and you could not... Tell that anything had happened there. There wasn't a beer cup, a beer can, a napkin. There wasn't anything from the link to Main, from the circle all the way to the end of Main Street. And a lot of that happens with those, this, this environmental group here called Aces. Great people, and they take really good care of all of, of, of the recycling and the environmental aspects of it.
7: They put their hands in the garbage. Yeah, I they mean, too. they get one with the garbage. These guys are fabulous. They they really, really do a good job.
4: They took back a whole pile of, of recyclables, yes. you know, of, of, yes. uh, of deposit cans and bottles and stuff. That was That's amazing. And they are very, very conscious of what's going on climate-wise and environmental-wise in the village. And they're, they're thrilled to be involved.
6: Yeah, you know, Rick, I'm glad you brought that up because that is one of our big priorities is maintaining the, the village, the looks of the village. Uh, our number one priority is public safety. So, just so everyone knows, we're going to have plenty of uh, people, security people, on hand that day. Over 40 people we've hired keep an eye on things. Uh, we don't encourage backpacks to be brought out that day; uh, they will not be allowed into the venues, and uh, for obvious reasons. But uh, yeah, that that and keeping the village nice and clean is a big priority for us.
4: I think it's a it's a marvelous thing. It's kind of amazing. One day the village is full of people, and the next day it just looks like that quaint village that we all uh, that we all live in all right well i think i think we're in pretty good shape my uh, beer is empty and uh you know i'd like to stay and talk with all you guys for a while but i'm going to the bar and and you got anything else to tell us about music fest just
5: come on out uh, june 9th you'll have a great time enjoy our village enjoy the music pray for sunshine and we'll see you there $10.
4: Ten bucks. We'll get you a wristband. You can get them all over town. I know you can get them as a big banner down at Sammy's Car Wash. You can get them at Wallowines. You can get
6: them at. Uh, I just saw. You can get them at the Co-op. You, where else can, can we get? And if you're a Northtown person or a Buffalo person, you can get them at Flying Bison, uh, the Irishman Pub in Williamsville, and also. Yes, and the record store. Do we recall the name of the record store? No, we don't. Revolver, 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 Revolver Records. Records. Thank you, Karsten. That's on Hurdle Avenue in North Buffalo. Thank you very much.
8: Thanks, guys.
6: Excellent.
4: So that's that's what's going on with Music Fest. I hope you'll tune in again to uh, Beyond the Front Page. We know what's happening and we'll talk about it. For this weekend
3: we have a local band playing at the Music Room and Amanda's going to fill us in on it. So Saturday June 2nd at some undetermined time um, the
2: local high school college band All Day Breakfast Buffet will be performing. They are the winners of the Music Room competition that um, happened earlier in the month um, and we published a story last week on them so you can check it out on our website or in print.
1: What kind of music do they play?
2: They play, I would say, like, Easy Rock, uh, like Fish, if Ooh. you're familiar. <laughs> I, thought that,
0: I thought his, because uh, we were talking to the mother of the, one of the students of East Aurora and she was saying it's kind of like Jam Rock, with, and she Bye. did mention Fish. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard their um, Facebook songs and, like, their Facebook snippets. They're really good.
0: You know, we actually thought we'd share one of their songs with our listeners out there. Uh, This is a live recording. They did it at the music room. Uh, The song is original. It's called For Myself. Take a listen.
8: Thank you. Thank Thank you, you, thank you. That's a tune that my buddy and I wrote. It's called For Myself.
3: What are they called again?
2: All Day Breakfast Buffet. Love it. You can find them on Facebook under All Day Breakfast Buffet and their Instagram, All Day Breakfast Buffet Band.
0: Where's the music room at?
2: The Oakwood Plaza. I think they're moving, though, right?
0: I've heard that, too. I think they're going to be moving... Somewhere on Main Street, close to Maple, um, if, we'll get more on that in a little bit.
1: somebody doesn't know about the music room, how would you describe it? Have you ever been there to see a performance? I actually performed
2: there one time. You did? Yeah, oh. with my friend Kyle. It was really cool. It was it's like it's kind of small very like close-knit kind of vibe
0: it, it the music rooms had a lot of student acts perform there correct
2: right it, it's it, very uh, hip scene for high school college
1: kids especially as they kind of like an under 21 scene for music right for, for sure. live music
0: yeah.
2: yeah yeah the owner there is really nice yeah um, the decorations are really cool it's definitely worth checking out
0: so if you have a chance june 2nd all day breakfast buffet will be playing local band and you'll also see them at the ea music fest
2: I think that's about all for us. Uh,
1: Anything else?
0: No, I think I'm good.
1: Yeah, I think that's all I got. I got nothing else. In the meantime... Do good. Be well. Bye. Yay! (laughs) Why do I always want to drink a margarita?